like for real? A proper one. Left or right? Uh... Right. Well, they were certainly planning to make themselves at home here. They brought all their favorite knickknacks. Uh, there should be a door that leads onto a corridor. I really am on a spaceship. Yes. Which we're about to blow up. How are you allowed to do that? Like, how are you allowed to blow something up and not get into trouble? I mean, blow something up, get into trouble. That is a standard sequence. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex <laughs> podcast. Talking about Doctor Who, I am Ken. Jeff. And Julia. We're talking about the episode Smile. And this is the second episode of the season 10. And there's smiley things in it. It's written by Frank Cottrell Boyce. Ah. Okay. Who wrote In the Forest of the Night. Okay. Which was not so good. Yeah. So, uh... Smile. What do we? What do people think about this? And remember, if you are not happy about this episode, you get kind of disintegrated by these robots. So, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It um, reminded me of earlier Doctor Who episodes. Hmm? I just can't place my finger on which ones, but there was the the similarities to <clears throat> the one, the first one with the where date. Derek Jacoby played the master, and they're trying to get off the planet. Okay. And Utopia. Utopia, yeah, that one, because that's what this place was supposed to be was a utopia. Um, I loved the building where they filmed it. I thought that was pretty impressive, and turned out to be a real building in Spain, in Valencia. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing, or yeah, yeah the, the whole thing, was in yeah. Spain. Inside it, inside out. I don't know about inside, but yeah. the out, the whole outside architecture was is a museum in yeah. Valencia. I was going to say the special effects for that were pretty spectacular, but yeah. it was a real location. Yeah, right? it was a real location. Um, there was a, a thing on Facebook this morning of Pearl Mackey, uh, who plays Bill, who um, just gave a little like two minute tour tour of, yeah. of the museum and. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Well, I liked it a lot. I thought it was a good episode. I mean, I was worried because the first episode was really good, <laughs> and I'm always worried about that. Second well, when you, episode when you watch it from the trailers, you just see these robots that have smiley faces or smiley faces that have skulls for eyes. So I thought this was going to be pretty stupid, but it actually turned out to be you know pretty you know pretty decent. It's sort of a remake of the Happiness Patrol. The Happiness Patrol was one of the episodes we've reviewed, and, um, I believe. Yeah, we did. It's one that I didn't watch, so I don't remember <laughs> so much about it recently. Didn't watch it. So it's kind of like a story where you're supposed to be happy, you're supposed to kind of be fake happy or whatever. Um, it's very interesting because there's really only two characters in it until later on. You know, beginning there was a couple others, and then toward the end there's a couple, but they're really kind of not important. It's focused on two characters, which I really like. The setting was excellent. The story is very focused and simple. Maybe a little too simple. I felt that it was just kind of... There's a lot of things you have to kind of take for granted. I mean, really, you know, all that stuff kind of had to happen. And, you know, 
Like what? Well, I, I just felt like, um, w why did the robots sort of get to the point where they were so off that they were going to kill everyone who wasn't happy? I, I don't because they didn't understand grief. So that old yeah. lady died, mm -hmm. and everybody was sad, and then other people died, and people were sad, and the robots didn't, weren't programmed to understand that and thought it was wrong. But they had been like that for a while, because when they, uh, unless, maybe I misunderstood this because I was watching it, it was really late, when the woman came up and told, she was hesitating about telling the other woman because she knew they already had those happy things on their face, on their backs, so I felt like that was already in existence, that they were, al they were already pretending to be happy for the last X amount of months or whatever that they were there because this had changed. I don't think it was months. I think it was at least a couple of days. I think it was just a couple of days. Okay. So it was instigated by the woman dying. I believe that's what okay. it, it indicated. Yeah. Well, she died and then it sounded like other people yeah, died they, like naturally or I, no, accident. No, because they, they went in that book and they said this, they saw that she died and then they died and then that's where they came up with the cool. Then a great, whole bunch of people. Then you see the whole bunch of people just... Okay. So the robots weren't programmed to understand yeah. that grief is a natural emotion. Yeah, it feels like that was whoever programmed that kind of should be fired or something. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> um, I thought this story had a fourth doctor, Sarah Jane, feel to it, or a seventh doctor, Ace. Just the way the doctor and companion were interacting. Just that dyna dynamic where she's always asking questions and he's telling her and this and that, and the companion finds why what's going on, you know, she looks at the, all that. So I think it had that type of feel, especially when he, or maybe more the fourth Doctor in Lilo, where he's explaining everything, it's like, he explained the Viking ship, where they flipped it upside down, they used that for, yeah. for a house or whatever. Shelter. Shelter, yeah. Yeah, I thought their chemistry was really good. Um, I didn't think it was the best ever, but it definitely has progressed from the first episode, especially at the beginning where they were in the TARDIS, kind of, like you could tell they were kind of wanting to go in that direction and you know, and then later on they were talking about why he needed to stay on Earth or whatever, and I, I still don't think we totally know the story behind that, but To watch the vault, that's all I yeah. said And thank God that that other guy wasn't in this episode because oh, I, Nardo. Nardo. Yeah, I don't know if anyone really likes that guy, I mean, I, <laughs> every I, review I read they're like we don't even know where this guy came from. We don't care. It's just kind of... Well, I mean, he must have something to do with the vault. Yeah. And, he, and he's he's got to have been part of whatever promise it was that the Doctor made, and so he's probably the one there to keep the Doctor on Earth. Yeah. Even though... Yeah, because he keeps talking about he, uh, he promised. Yeah. So... Um... It doesn't seem like the doctor likes him that much either, because yeah. he said, "Oh, it's my mother," or something like that when the, he knocked on the door. Yeah, so I thought I thought overall I thought their chemistry was really good, and the fact it was basically just the two of them uh, for a while was pretty good. Um, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the emoji robots. I mean, emoji is kind of like a fad that will go, be gone in a couple of years, and this will date the episode quite a bit. People will look back and say, what's this? You know, I don't understand what that is. And it was a way of communicating in the mid-2000s, you know, whatever. But um, 
right at the beginning the music was horrible. <laughs> yeah, but didn't some of the music sound like it could have been from classical? Maybe. I wasn't paying attention to the music after I th that. I thought some of it could have came from either the yeah. Davidson or Tom Baker era. It had that type of, yeah. you know, tone or sound to it. Uh, and, and another thing that reminded me of the classic, and I guess this is true of the new one, was they're in this place that's really sci-fi, you know, like the settings and everything. It's just pretty spectacular. And then they go into the ship. Yeah, they're actually on a ship. And they go in the ship, and it looks like uh, a hundred-year-old basement of some building or something. It, it looks like there's no way a spaceship would look like that. It just looked like cement, and it just didn't look like a ship. It looked like... It just reminded me of the classic Who, where they would just kind of, like, find a location. And here it is, you know, and people just have to assume that, you know... But it was just such a big contrast because, you know, you're in a place that, and like I said, because it was so sci-fi and kind of weird that I said, well, how much of that is CG? I wonder if that's a real location and everything, and I guess it is, but you would, if you're sitting there looking at it going, that could be all CG, that it's impressive, you know, location, but... Or, or it's impressive CG, either way. But he said that they probably cannibalized the ship to build the building. So what they were in was like the remains bowels of, of the yeah. ship, the remains of the ship, and like the storage areas, yeah. which you don't make pretty. No, but it just looked like a, it looked more like a basement than anything. It looked like yeah. it was something that's, well, you know, it didn't look like a spaceship as much. But There's a lot of that, though, that I've seen on Doctor Who. Yeah, stuff that's looks true. like That's why I thought <laughs> it was like a, kind of like a classic episode. Like the boiler room in a, some giant building. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is this was pretty good. I, I just wasn't blown away. I don't, I don't think this is something that is totally memorable, you know. Um, well, just watching the first two stories and knowing that Capaldi is leaving and yeah. seeing how the stories are so far this season and the interaction with her, with, with uh, Pearl Mackey, and you're just like wondering, what if? What if Jenna Coleman left earlier and they went in a different direction instead of what they did with her? you know, the Jenna show, they just had an actual doctor companion type thing, and I'm like, watching him, like going, and now you see Capaldi being more doctorish, yeah. instead of being the moody, you know, it's the Clara show, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, well, he's definitely having some better moments now, which is what I want out of this season, I want him to shine a little bit, he's had moments in the past, but this, I don't want him playing guitars and going, huh, you know, that's sort of what Matt Smith and the previous doctors have done. I like him to try to get his own identity. Um, Bill, her, our first appearance of Bill, which was the numerous questions that she was asking, maybe a throwback a little bit to the classic companion who was always asking questions, didn't annoy me that much in this episode, even though she asked a lot of questions, because she's not an annoying person. Mm -hmm. I think if uh, Jenna... Uh, um, had asked those questions. What was her name? Jenna? Clara. Jenna Clara. Coleman. Jenna, okay. Well, she would have saved the day. She would have made the doctor, he was a reset switch, because yeah. she, she got too smart as she went along. And, and then, like you said, I'm waiting for that to happen. I'm waiting for the companion Bill to become a doctorish type companion and be more, and I hope they don't do it, because, you know, apart from Donna's last episode, she didn't become like a doctor. She was very much vulnerable and everything and was realistic. And Bill in this episode is very realistic. She didn't have that, 
you know, she was asking the questions that needed to be asked, and she focused on, like, you know, you know, she was still uh, focused on why the TARDIS was like that. She didn't give it up. She didn't sit there and say, oh, okay. Like, you know, she was like, wait a minute now, what? And, and was, you know, didn't let it go. And I thought that was really cool because you're not, um, you're not going, oh, we've been traveling for the, with the, in the TARDIS for a long time and I know where all the controls are. And she's questioning everything about the TARDIS as, as a real person would. And she asked, how did he get it? He said, I stole it. Yeah. She's like, you stole it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Why? Like, he says, because I can. Yeah. And so I like that. It's kind of... It, it almost feels like it's a little bit of a reboot, a little bit. Um, sort of. Just their relationship. And I wonder if this is on purpose. They're trying to kind of like... I, I don't know, kind of get back to basics, maybe? That's just Yeah, a, because the last couple of seasons, the storylines of the overall continuous story through the season's been so complicated and yeah and so yeah. like especially last season with the whole Clara thing and I, I mean you look at the the rest of the season and the trailers that they've had it doesn't look like it's going to stay this way I mean you have like multiple masters and all kinds of garbage coming up so I mean you know we can hope for the best that it stays this way I don't know what the public thinks of these episodes because I thought in, was it Matt Smith's season? Who was it um, with the Ice Warriors? Who, it, was, was that? it was Matt Smith. Matt Smith. Yeah. So that season, I thought after the, the um, Rory and Amy left and Jenna Coleman came in, I thought the season took a big turn and it got down to basics, and I really liked those episodes. I was really kind of like, oh, I like the Ice Warrior one, I like this one. And I was reading online, people were like, oh my god, this is the worst episode ever. And I'm like, whoa. And, and I, you know, I don't know what people are thinking of these. I think that what they, they're thinking is that they want the whole big, massive story arc that leads to a conclusion. Well, I think that's what people have gotten used to. Yeah. But you with, can't do with, that all the time. No, gets, you can't. It gets boring. It's exhausting. And it's just not... Well, like last season, it ended as a dud. With, you know, him punching a stupid wall for half an episode... And then him going to Gallifrey and trying to save Clara. I'm just yeah, like, the dog was the last episode. The one before that was one of the best kind episodes. Of, well, I mean, they loop it together. <laughs> it's one story, so it's yeah, kind of a dud. Well, it, it, yeah. Anyways, uh, that's what people want. They want the whole big story, and they're like, very confused. Like, oh, how come we haven't seen Missy yet? Like, what's leading up to the story? Or how come we haven't seen any Mondas Cybermen to lead up to the, the last part? So these robots, the little ones, what are they called? Oh, um, begins with a V, right? Yeah. Vardy. Vardy. I, I mean, when you're half asleep watching an episode, you start to your mind starts to wander, and they reminded me a lot of the the Forest of Trees, the um. In the Forest of Night. Well, he wrote this. No, one. no, 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 no. Um, the first River Song episode with the the. The Yeah, invisible little creatures that turn you into bone. These are exactly exactly the same reminded thing. me of that too. And it, a lot of the elements seem to be the same too. And um, silence in the library—that's it. Yeah, isn't silence, it? library, and forest of trees or library of trees. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. Another confusing. You, you, that, you didn't put the two and two together. No. Okay. Well, there wasn't a guy walking around in the space going, "Hey, who turned off the lights?" Well, that was different. But um, I, I just thought it. 
this reminded me of Happiness Patrol, and it reminded me of that. It, it, there wasn't a whole lot of originality in this one. I thought the first one was more original, so I give the first one a little bit of a uh, a little bit better than this one. But this one, you know, didn't like I said. I hate to say this, but it didn't do anything to annoy me, so I have to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I was when we saw this, we were joking about it since what Christmas when we knew about the emoji uh, yeah. things, and we we're going to say, hey, "We know what the stupidest episode is going to be. It's going to be this one." Didn't turn out that way. Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty good design robot. It didn't look like it was going to fall apart or anything. It was kind of. I, I, I just don't understand what the purpose of it is because if all its purpose is just to throw up an o uh, emoji or something, it just well, it's just a filler. Yeah, it's just a filler story. Kind of was like a wasted. What they really need to do is come out with a two-pack of the emoji robots, one with the skulls and one smiling. Well, that's what it was. It was it's probably to make merchandise, but <laughs> yeah. So. Well, they were just the 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 worker bees, really. You know, they were the interface between the little yeah. robots and the humans. Yeah, the little robots were the ones pollinating. Well, what were they interfacing, though? I mean, were they communicating? Because they, they weren't were the really communication that well. with the humans. The, maybe what they should have done is they should have said, "Oh, by the way." Blah 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 blah. But instead, they just didn't talk. They sat there and gave out these. You they know. were really basic, considering this is like however many hundreds of years in the future, the, those little emoji bots were not uh, very sophisticated. Yeah. And you would think that they would be more sophisticated at that point in yeah. Instead the of their face turning into every emoji, like, confused. Yeah. You're not supposed to be here, look. Yeah. Stuff like that. The, um, I almost forgot about this. Most of, one of the things I really liked about this episode was... The idea that Earth is gone, destroyed, or whatever, and that everyone has gone out is a very common theme, continuity thing in Doctor Who. They've been doing it for years, and you know it's it's interesting because, like in Santana Experiment, which is an episode, they go back to Earth for the first time after it's been destroyed. And if you go through all the mythology of Doctor Who, um, you know what was it that destroyed Earth in the first place? Um, but people just left Earth in robes, and they went all over the universe. So a lot of episodes, maybe like Colony in Space, maybe maybe not. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if they were Earth-based, if they were still connected Earth with that. Maybe they were. But there's so many episodes, like Frontios, that took place so far in the future. And this is sort of that time frame where those episodes take place. And I, I found it fascinating because he's almost explaining it to the audience as well as Bill. And... It's kind of like he's, they're filling in this mythology again with these two characters. You know, oh, well, it was stuck in it. You know, he's like, it feels like they're explaining the whole thing over again, which is interesting because someone is doing their last season, you would think that they wouldn't be doing that. They would be doing that in their first season, maybe, but it just seems kind of... Well, I think Bill has a different kind of curiosity about things than Clara had. Yeah. She didn't have any curiosity. She was just along for the ride and to be smart. Yeah. And to sort of show how smart she was. And she didn't ask questions. Even yeah. when she first came upon, you know, Matt Smith, she didn't ask questions. She just accepted it. Yeah. And went along. A lot of companions and, do that. I mean, they all did. Yeah. Nobody asked questions. Yeah, so. and, and then this was started off with him telling her, Bill and that, that when, when I proposed questions, people had confused looks, but you smile. So it really definitely sets up a different type of relationship, which yeah. is 
It's totally almost like, with, like you know, like we the classical, but also it's like a season with, you know, the Doctor and Donna, where she was like kind of asking questions and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean... Well, the, the main reason of the companion is to ask the questions so those of us at home can understand what's going on. Yeah. Which they haven't really been done well during the Clara show. And, and that could be kind of demeaning a little bit because, y y you know, it's... Sometimes it's like talking down to the audience a little bit and maybe they haven't done it recently because they feel like they don't need to do that. And um, so I don't know what the general fans are thinking of this episode. Are they saying, this is too simple, you know, we don't need to be treated like that. I mean, Bill's annoying because she's asking all these questions, but to me, it, it feels okay. I think that Bill is a stand-in for the for the regular Doctor Who audience, not the super fan audience, yeah. not the people who know every detail and canon and everything. They just are people who like the show. Yeah. You know, and maybe are like, wait a minute, now, that she's asking a good question. Why is it like that, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Whereas, you know, people like you two. <laughs> well, I, and, you know, that's why I'm wondering. I, I mean, I, I don't go on the forums anymore. I used to go and check and see what people thought of each episode, and maybe I just gave up on it because it's like, oh, I thought this one was excellent, everyone hated it. Oh, I thought this one was horrible, everyone loved it. So maybe because I'm no longer, I just don't care, but... Um, I'm just curious, but, I mean, you're basically saying that you thought this was really good. And, I thought it was good. Yeah. And not great, but I thought it was a yeah. good, solid episode. Yeah. And and the exposition did not feel like, okay, now he's going to explain everything. You know, it just yeah. sort of was came about in conversation. Sure. Because she asked a, an intelligent question, and he answered it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Part of me is just waiting for the other shoe to fall. I would break loose. But for now, I, I got to, you know... My expectations are a little bit higher Hi. now for next episode. It looks interesting, so I'm going to assume, not assume, but I'm going to hope that maybe this will continue, and um, and I know it won't, but <laughs> at least... Well, there's going to be a clunker, you know, there's just going to be yeah. a There's always a clunker. There's going to be that sleep no more. I don't mind those as much as I don't mind, like... Oh, uh, Bill, meet uh, every one of my companions. They're in this room right here. And, oh, by the way, look at all the masters. And let's run over there and do this. And let's run over there and do that. And, oh, look, the emoji robots are back. They don't, you know, why are they here? Who knows? Who cares? They're just here. Those are the things I don't like. But, you know, they haven't done that as much recently, so maybe this will be fine. But. So, yeah. Okay. So, anything else about this one? Nope. Smile, smiles for everyone. Smile, yeah, smile, smile. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening.